Good morning, Embrace. Welcome to church. It is All Saints Day today, so it's a special service, special time to be together. I'm Laban. I'm the worship leader here at the church. So glad you joined us. Uh, I invite you to stand with me, and let's uh, enter into a call of worship together. It'll be, it'll be up on the screen, but let's open our hearts and our minds to, to receive what the Lord has for us this morning. O oh Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. We've come to praise Him. We've come to praise Him. We've come to praise Him and lift His holy name. We've come to praise Him. We've come to praise Him. We've come to praise Him and lift His holy Let's sing that together again. We've come to praise Him. We've come to praise Him. We've come to praise Him. We've come to praise Him and lift His holy name. Make a joyful noise and make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Oh, 
joyful noise and make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And I'm gonna praise the Lord while I have the chance. And I'm gonna praise. I'm gonna praise him and lift his holy name. I invite you to join me in reading this confession. We know that nothing is able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. Let us in freedom confess the wrong we have done. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. We have not heard the cries of need. Forgive us. Amen. This time we're going to enter into our gratitude and lament time. This is a time where you can turn to a neighbor somewhat near you, and you're invited to share something about your week or something going on in your life that's you're either grateful for, that's a gratitude, or a lament, something that isn't right, something that's difficult, something you see in the world um, that upsets you. Um, it's just a time to share, and as you're receiving what others uh, might share with you, it's an appropriate response just to say, thank you for sharing. You don't have to necessarily say anything more than that. It's totally fine. Uh, but yeah, I invite you to share with one another, and we'll uh, get back together here in a few minutes for some more worship.
I invite you to take just one more moment here, wrap up your conversations. Those who trust in the Lord are a strong mountain, they will not, not be moved. I invite you to stand with us and sing this together, those who trust. Those who trust in the Lord are a strong mountain. Be moved. Though the world moves like man, you alone are faithful. You alone are faithful. Jesus, you will not, not be changed. Though the world moves like man, you alone are faithful. Jesus, you will not, will not be changed. Christ the King sits my feet on a firm foundation that will not not be moved. Christ the King sets my feet on a firm foundation that will not, will not be moved. Though the world moves like mad, you alone are faithful. Jesus, you will not, will not be changed. Though the world moves like mad, you alone are faithful. You alone are faithful. Jesus, you will not, will not be changed. Those who trust in the Lord 
are as Mount Zion, they will not, will not be moved. Those who trust in the Lord are as Mount Zion, they will not, will not be moved. Though the world moves like mad, you alone are faithful. You alone are faithful. Jesus, you will not, will not be changed. Though the world moves like mad, you alone are faithful. Jesus, you will not, will not be sing to and worship the king 
I will sing to and worship the King who is worthy. And I will love and adore Him. And I will bow down before Him. You are my Prince of Peace. And I will live my life for you. so much worship team for leading us in celebration this morning. Today is a special day. We are observing All Saints Day and this is a um, holiday on the Christian calendar or the liturgical calendar which we try to refer to and remember and plant ourselves within the time of the church as our timekeeping method. And it is a day both of celebration and remembrance. And in the remembering we also hold space for grief and for loss. Because All Saints Day in our tradition is an opportunity to remember all saints, those who are living and those who have died, belonging to Jesus. And so we're going to prepare together to do a tradition that we started last year that we want to continue through each year in our worship together. We're going to pray a prayer called the Litany of Saints. And this is an opportunity for us to kind of honor and say out loud together the names of folks from our community and those connected to us. Um, who have joined the great cloud of witnesses this year. So instead of continuing to walk with us as flesh and blood companions, they have passed on into eternity and are walking with us as part of the great cloud of witnesses. And so we are going to pray a prayer together. There will be parts um, that I will lead us in and I will say the names um, and you all can just kind of hold space and, and celebrate those names as well. And then there will be parts in bold for all of us to read together. And we are making space like this because we know God makes space to hold us and remember us in, in grief as well. So hear this verse from Psalm 58 or 56, 8. You've kept track of my every toss and turn through the sleepless nights. Each tear entered in your ledger, each ache written in your book. Lord, you hold space for our lament. You are the God who will remember our losses, our goodbyes, and our grieving. In the midst of sorrow, you call out to us. Hold fast to Jesus. We are on a journey, learning to be full of love toward others. Yet we watch as some depart this path and leave this earthly realm. In the midst of sorrow, you call out to us. Hold fast to Jesus. Today we want to honor those saints who have gone before us. We share these names as our act of remembrance as we hold fast to Jesus. Sally Ryber. Luann Blankenship. Reverend Richard Benner, Barbara Thompson, 
Leroy Early, Summer Sears, Dale Wallace Phelps, Billy Walters, Don Walters, Faith Foster, Amanda Dunaway Deaton, Ermin Baxter, Chosen Carter Wilson, Barbara Christie Hahn, Bernie Humison, Thelma Thomas, Dr. Harold G. Hunter, Al Bird, Harriet Donahue, Gil Gregory, John Schwaringer, Laura Dalsdell, Eugene Crane, Witt Chandler, Ray Witt, Pauline Witt, Tracy Tipton, Chuck Marshall, and all those we hold in love today. We gather together, and God, we remember those saints who have gone before us. We lament their passing and honor their legacy. We give thanks for all we have learned from them. Those who followed the way of Christ faithfully, we follow their example. Those who made mistakes along the way, we also learn from their experience. Those who made progress for peace, we continue their work. Those who lived simply and quietly, we are enlightened by them. Those who gained honor and distinction without pride, we are humbled by them. Those who were martyred for their faith, we commend them to your care. They have finished their work on earth, and it lives on, reverberating into our lives now as the work of Christ lives on. May the peace of Christ continue to inspire us to good works, humility, simplicity, and peacemaking, as those foremothers and forefathers were inspired by him to live in grace and love. Amen. We will continue in a spirit of prayer as Pastor John comes to lead us. So like we've been doing for the past few weeks, we're going to have just a, a time of prayer together. Um, and so I'm going to kneel at the altar. If anybody else would like to join me at the altar um, and take that posture of prayer, you're welcome to join me. Um, and I'm just going to give us some space to be quiet. Um, I know we got the kiddos in here, so it may not be as quiet, which is totally fine. Um, but we'll take some space to be quiet. And then after that, I'll just pray a prayer on behalf of our church. And then we'll close by saying the Lord's Prayer and pay attention to the words on the screen when we get to the Lord's Prayer. So you pray the correct version along with me. But I'm going to kneel here at the altar and I invite anyone who would like to join me to come forward. Psalm 46.10 reads, Be still and know that I am God. Lord, we ask that in our stillness and our quiet, you would make yourself known to us and we could experience your goodness.
If you don't know what to pray or you have no words or maybe your mind is too scattered right now, we can always come back to our breath and just breathe. Be reminded of God's spirit and God's presence that lives within us. Is moving all around us, giving us life today. Lord, today we come to you and we are just so grateful to be here in your presence. Lord, I'm grateful for all the people that, that are here this morning in this sanctuary and the folks that we have who are participating online this morning who couldn't be with us in person. We're thankful, Lord, for all those who are connected to our community all across the state and across the world. And God, we also give thanks this morning to those who have passed on. And we are just so grateful for their lives and their legacy and their witness and the ways that they taught us and helped us to become who we are as people today. And we honor them today. I pray that you would comfort those who are grieving today. Comfort those who are grieving the loss of people that they love and cherish. And that you would be extra close to them this morning. That you would be their friend. And that you would hold them. Lord, we come to you today needing so much. Um, we also come with a lot of joy as well, but we, we come with much need and we come with a lot of grief and a lot of heartache and anxiety and stress and all the things, Lord. And I know that, that all of us probably have lots of stuff that, that is hard that we're facing right now. And I just pray that you would help us, Lord, this morning to to even rise up with our praises, that we could rise up, that we could see with, with your eyes, that we could see the bigger picture, Lord, that you would help us to have eyes to see our lives and others in this world the way you do, Lord, that we could come away from here with more hope, with more resolve, with more peace, with more trust, knowing, Lord, that you are a great and mighty and powerful God, but you are also a God who walks with us through the ups and downs and backs and forths of life. I pray today, Lord, that we would feel your companionship, that we would be able to, to look to you as our guide, that we would look to you, Lord, to lead us into these uncertain and dark times. This morning as we're gathering, my mind is particularly on this upcoming week with these midterm elections that, that are going to be happening all across our nation. And Lord, I just pray that your your will would be done. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to approach this great responsibility of voting with, with a sense of the common good, not just our own good, that we would come, in, come into this with a sense and an idea of, of how we might play our role in helping our nation become a place that, that has more peace, more justice, more equity, more just love and connection, Lord, that we would be able to have our minds and our focus on those things, not just our own selfish gain. Lord, I pray against any kind of violence. I pray against any kind of intimidation. Lord, I pray that we would be able to have a peaceful week um, and that, Lord, 
we would see some light even in the midst of these dark times that we are living in. Lord, we need you so much. And I praise your people that we would continue to keep our eyes focused on the kingdom of God. And we would continue to partner with you to see uh, more and more evidence of the kingdom here at work in this world. That we would work with you to continue to sow those seeds. Even when maybe we don't see the, the fruit and we don't get to see the growth. But help us to keep sowing the seeds of love and justice and peace in this world as we go throughout our weeks. Lord, I pray this morning that we would be able to look back and, and remember the legacy of those who have come before us and that they would give us the strength and courage and energy to continue on in this journey and continue to march forward on the path that you've laid out before us. Lord, we love you and we pray you would be present with us today as we continue on in our service. And now we will join together and we'll pray this prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray and we have, folks have been praying ever since. And so let's join together and say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Well, let everybody make their way back to their seats. And I'll just remind you, uh, as Christina already shared, that today we are celebrating All Saints Day. All Saints Day is a, a holiday in the Christian calendar. It's been celebrated for hundreds of years, and it actually happens on November 1st every year. But since November 1st is not on a Sunday, some folks celebrate the Sunday right before, some the Sunday right after. And so there will be many other churches across the world celebrating All Saints Day um, right here on this very day. And so this day uh, is a day when we remember and we give honor to the saints who have come before us. And when we say saints, that's kind of a word we don't necessarily use a whole lot, um, particularly in Protestant churches. We're not talking about perfect people. We're not talking about people who have achieved some status of saintliness. But we're really talking about everyday people who loved God. Everyday people who were faithful and honest and loving. Those people who have pointed us to Jesus and played a role in who we are today. And I think we all have folks like that in our lives that, that have, have come before us, some who have passed on and some who are still with us now. You know, I'll tell you that today is a day to look back. And I, just to be honest, have never really been a person who looks back a whole lot. Um, I actually don't look forward all that much either. I'm kind of just right here in the present. <laughs> and, and that's okay sometimes, but um, I've learned that I really do need to look back. I think growing up when I was in school, I never really liked history very much. I know that's probably offensive to Julie Duff, um, but I never, I never really liked history all that much. And, and I find that's true, actually. A lot of students today at Common Good, I, I, I get to hang with the students there quite often, and many of them have shared they don't like history all that much. And I hate that because I've actually grown to love history as an adult. And the reason I've grown to love history is because I've been able to see how history influences our present. That, that the past actually plays a really important role in, in where we are now. And if we're going to understand where we are now, we have to look back and understand where we've come from. 
And so I actually did have a couple of history teachers growing up that really helped me see those connections and see that there is a line running from our past to our present that will also run into the future. And so when I could see those connections, it became a lot more interesting to me. Over the past few years, um, I've, I've been in therapy off and on over the last few years. And one thing, and anybody who's been in therapy knows this, but one thing that has become abundantly clear to me is that my past, my upbringing, my family, my childhood, my experiences, my friendships, all of it has played a role in making me who I am today, for the better or for the worse, right? If I want to change, if I want to mature, if I want to grow, if I want to go beyond these unhealthy habits that I have in my life, then I must deal with the past. I am not a self-made man. Nobody is. That is a lie. I like to think I'm highly dependent and I need nobody. I've always been that way, but that is not true. I am connected to a long line of people who have come before me that have helped shape me into who I am today. You know, we talk a lot at our church and in life about moving forward, that we need to move forward. We need to keep going and continue to press on in our journey with Jesus. We talk about not giving up. We talk about persevering. We talk about pressing forward into the future. And All Saints Day has reminded me, and this really was a journey really that, that really dug in during the pandemic and, and even just last year, but All Saints Day has really taught me that, that we can move forward, but if we want to move forward, we must look back. We cannot move forward if we don't look back. The past few years, I, I, I don't think this will be a um, controversial statement, but they've been crazy hard, right? The past few years have been really hard. We have struggled to hold on. We've struggled to stay committed. We've struggled to persevere, and we've failed over and over and over again as people. I felt, just to be honest, kind of stuck and stagnant and apathetic for much of the last few years. Has anybody else felt like that? <laughs> a few honest people raised their hand. Um, Something that has helped me actually to move forward is, is actually to look back, to go back to the past and find examples of real-life people who faced really incredible hardship, even things harder than what we face today, yet they didn't give up and they kept going forward. People who came before me, who held on, who stayed committed, who stayed faithful. And these people inspire me, they give me hope, and I... I think in some strange, mystical way, they're giving me energy and vitality and courage as I try to continue on my journey that Jesus has called me to walk. You know, last year we, we did a series through the book of Hebrews, and it was really a formative experience to go through this book. Hebrews is a book I always avoided because I didn't fully understand it. It, it was really wordy and complicated, and I still kind of feel that way, but that's okay. Uh, but I really grew to love it last year. Um, and the book of Hebrews really essentially is all about staying the course. It's about not giving up. It's about perseverance. It's about endurance. It's not giving up. And one, one way the author of Hebrews tries to help his people move forward is by encouraging them to look back. And so in chapter 11 of Hebrews, he gives 18 different examples of people from the past. And these were inspiring people from the book we call the Old Testament, 
who remain faithful through hardship and uncertainty and rejection and all sorts of stuff. So he gives this big list of all these people, 18 different folks. And essentially he's saying to them, listen, I know you're struggling. I know you're having a hard time. I know the division and the loneliness is hard. I know you're facing many challenges. Many people before you have faced many challenges that are similar. And they remain faithful. They persevered. You're not alone. You can do it too. And then right after, in Hebrews 12, so he gives this whole list of all these people who've come before. Here's what he says. Therefore, when there's a therefore, ask why is it therefore? It's kind of corny, but always do that. What comes before? Why is he saying therefore? Because he just gave this big list of all these people. Therefore, since we are surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses, and that's all those folks he's mentioning and more, Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So consider the great cloud of witnesses and also consider Jesus so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. The image he uses here in this verse and and other verses as well in the book is is the image of running a race. And some of y'all I know have run races before. It's a lot of fun to run a race. Um, It's really hard to run a race. And what we're meant to imagine here and envision is a marathon being run in the ancient Olympic Games. Now, the race would begin somewhere way outside the city, probably in a remote kind of rural location. There'd probably be a few fans out there at the beginning. But as the race progressed, the runners would make their way closer and closer to the city. And as they would get closer to the city, the crowds would increase and grow because there's more people there waiting for them to get close to the end. And as the crowds would grow, the runner's exhaustion is getting bigger and bigger because they've been running for a long time. They would eventually arrive to the Colosseum. And in the Colosseum, uh, it's at the end. Their minds and their bodies and everything is pushed to the absolute limit. In the Colosseums, they would make their final push to the end of the race, to the finish line. And what they would do is come in and run one complete lap in the Colosseum, and there would be the full stadium of cheering spectators. You can imagine in the Colosseum the roar of the crowd and this cheer, all these cheering fans, they would energize the runners and they would give them the extra energy and perseverance to finish the race strong. Now the writer of Hebrews wants his people to imagine themselves surrounded by this great cloud of cheering fans, like you're in the Colosseum, you're running the final lap, they're all there cheering you on. People who have come before them, who have run the race, and they've finished. People who have come before them, who persevered, who stayed faithful. And these are the people cheering them on, supporting them, empowering them to keep up the good fight, to persevere, and to not give up. You know, we often talk about the the Christian church, as this worldwide family of believers. And we're all mystically connected, part of this body of Christ that we talk about. 
And, and I believe it's true. And I've traveled to other places in the world. I've gone to literally the opposite side of the world in Cambodia. When I've been there, I've been greeted and welcomed by Christians there as if I'm part of their family. Invited me into their homes, fed me, loved me like I was their son or their brother. The church is not limited by space or distance. We, we have people that are part of our faith on the other side of the world even. We are all connected. But I think one, time, one thing that we lose track of, particularly present-oriented people like me, we lose track of the fact that we are not limited by time either. We are, the church is also connected to this long line of followers of God who have come before us. Scripture teaches us that their faithfulness is actually connected to our faithfulness, and our faithfulness is connected to those who will come after us. It's all connected, and it all matters. What we're doing now actually will make an influence on the people who come after us, and the people who have come before us have played a role in us becoming who we are today. We are connected to a story that stretches thousands of miles across the world and is thousands of years old. As in incredibly powerful. And I think those of us like Americans, we're very independent, very individualistic people. We need to be reminded of this all the time. It's not just about you. And, and, and that's, it's a challenge, but it's also really encouraging to realize it's not just about us. We are connected to so many people. Hebrews portrays the life of faith. He, he talks about a race, but he really is portraying it as a relay race. And I've never run a relay race, but you're not running alone in a relay race. You're all reliant on each other. You have your leg that you're running, and that's all you need to focus on. You need to focus on passing the baton well to somebody else, but running your part really, really well. So those who have come before us have already run the race. And now they've passed the baton off to us, and we're going to pass it off to other people who come after us. And All Saints Day is a reminder of the relay race that we don't run alone, that many, many folks have run before us, and we've picked up where they left off, and now we run. And, I mean, you can just look at the story of one local congregation, and you can see how that's true. So many saints who have come before us. Leroy Early, an example of someone, we read his name, who passed away recently, came before us, and he did so much to help this church become what it is today. He's passed the baton off to us, and now we're going to run, and we've been running, and we're going to pass it on to others down the road. And when we have this mindset, I think we can have much stronger Christian communities. And it can give us the strength to continue moving when it's really hard to keep moving. Those of us who have, those who have already run the race, our spiritual ancestors, we can call them, they are surrounding us. They are cheering for us. They are praying for us. They are encouraging us and giving us strength to keep going. And one day, all of us, are going to join the great cloud of witnesses, cheering those on who will come after us. You know, last, week, or last year, and you can see these in the hallway if you want to check them out after the service, we made banners for All Saints Day. And they're really, really powerful. Um, they we're hanging here. They're actually easier to see now. So if you can go out into the hallway and check those out after service, um, look at what people put on those banners. But the banners have individual pieces of artwork on them, words and images, and they are a visible reminder that we are not alone, giving tribute to the saints that people see in their lives. If you go into my office, this is just who I am, but I'm surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses just in my office. I've got photos, quotes, paintings, books, all pointing to people 
both dead and alive, who keep me grounded and help me persevere. And I need those folks around me. If you look behind my desk, I've got Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus, the Holy Family. I've got Oscar Romero. I've got Dorothy Day. Right straight ahead of me is Mother Teresa looking at me, reminding me to care for the poor. Uh, We've got Dr. King and Reverend Barber and Henry Now and Desmond Tutu, Ched Myers, my wife, all these students that I've worked with over the years, family and friends. They're all there with me. They're in my great cloud of witnesses, encouraging me and challenging me to keep going. I read this description of All Saints Day last year, and it said, however hard it might seem to follow the way of Jesus in our time and place, this is a day to remember that we may be crazy, but we are not alone. And that's the truth. We may be crazy to do all this and try to keep following the way of Christ in this crazy world, but we are not alone. We've got each other. We cannot follow Jesus and move forward if we do not look back to those who have come before us. Last year, I learned about this concept that um, originated in Ghana, which is a country in West Africa. And this concept I I shared last year, I want to share it again because it's so deep and powerful. It's it's represented in the word Sankofa. Has anyone heard of this before? If you were here last year, you've heard of it. Um, But it's it's a, a powerful word, and the word literally means to go back and get it. And its meaning comes from a proverb in Ghana that means it's not taboo to fetch what is at risk of being left behind. So there's nothing wrong to go back and get those things that are at risk of being left behind. Sankofa teaches us that we must reach back in order to move forward. We must build upon the best of our past as we march into the future. Sankofa is a constant reminder that our past is not all shameful and that the future may be profitably built on aspects of our past. We must have a sense of our history and appreciation of those who have paved the way for us to become who we are today. We are not self-made people. We are formed by community. There are two symbols that represent Sankofa. One of the symbols is the image of a bird. And you can see in the image that the bird's two feet are firmly planted forward, but its head is pointed backwards. And the bird represents the wisdom of learning from our past as we move into the future. We move forward by looking back. Scripture teaches us that one person in particular has run this race better than anyone else to have ever walked the earth. And Hebrews talks about it, the person was Jesus of Nazareth. He faced all kind of suffering and hardship and pain that this world could dish out on him, yet he still remained faithful. He remained focused, and he held on until the end. And I see Jesus right there in that, you know, if you think about the crowd of cheering spectators, I see Jesus right there in the middle. He's right in the middle, maybe the student section, you know. He's cheering louder than everybody else. Maybe he got his shirt off, waving it in the air, because he's so excited that we are doing what he has called us to do. He's so excited that we are running the race, that we are staying committed, and he's like, I'm going to cheer you on until you finish. And he's got all these other saints around him who are cheering us on. And I believe he's probably the loudest one in the bunch. As we run this race of life, I want you to remember that, that many have run before you. And, and many will run after you. And so as you run your leg of the race, keep your eyes on Jesus and all the others that have come before you. And what I want to do this morning is I want to give you all just a few moments to reflect. I think every year we should do this on All Saints Day. To take a moment 
to think about who are the saints in our lives. Who, are the, who is in the great cloud of witnesses cheering you on as you run this race? Who is cheering for you as you run the race of life? Whose love has nurtured you in your journey of faith? Who keeps you going? These could be people that have passed on, or these could be people that are still alive today. But imagine you are finishing your race in the Colosseum, and you've got a stadium full of people who are all there for you. Who fills the stadium of your mind? Who is cheering you on? Who is inspiring you? Who is helping you push forward in this challenging life? And once you've thought of some people, um, I encourage you to come forward, and we've got a bunch of candles up here on the altar. And we've got a few lighters, um, and so y'all just have to take turns. But I encourage you, just take your time as you think of someone. Then I would love, if you're, if you're interested, to come forward and light a candle, kind of in honor uh, of those people. And as we finish our service and sing our closing song and share communion, we're going to see all the lights shining bright here on the altar, giving us strength, reminding us, giving us that energy and that strength to continue moving forward um, as we journey throughout the rest of this year because things are not, some things, some things will get easier and some things are going to get a whole lot harder. <laughs> and we're going to need all the help we can get, right? And, and Scripture reminds us that we have all these people all over the world right now currently alive, but we also have this long line of people who have already passed on, who are still there with us, cheering us on, encouraging us, helping us to continue to move forward into the future unafraid. So let's just take a moment of quiet, encourage you all to think of some people. Um, if you want to write them down, go for it. But then as you're, as you're willing and, and, and able, just come forward and light a candle. I'll be up here if you have any issues with these uh, lighters and I can assist. But let's just take a moment and really make this a holy time to give honor to those who have uh, helped us become who we are today.
we're going to share communion before we sing our closing hymn. So if you have a communion cup, you can go ahead and get that out. If you do not have one, you're more than welcome to get up and go get one back by the front door there. There's one on the table, so no, no worries at all if you need to go get one. I'll just give you a moment to get those ready. love one of the images Jesus uses in the Gospels. He, he says that we are the light of the world. He says he's the light of the world, but we also, um, he calls us to be like a city on a hill, like shining our light um, for others to see. And the image of light is so powerful all throughout the, the Gospels and all throughout the Bible, really, and it's just a powerful image, you know, because we live in there's a lot of darkness all around us, you know. There's a lot of hard things all around us going on at all times. And, and Jesus calls us to be, to be light in this world, to share love and goodness and peace and joy with those in our lives. And we can do that now, and also our legacy and our life lives on, even, even after we have moved on. And so um, these lights are just a, a beautiful example and image for us to to think on and think about the legacy and the, the light that, that those have shined in our lives and also the light that we shine and share with other people um, in our families and our friend groups and our community and all across our world. If y'all bow your heads with me. God, we thank you so much for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Lord, that you love us. We don't deserve at all, all the goodness that you pour out on us. You created this beautiful, awesome world with all the mountains and streams and animals and trees and different color of leaves and all the beautiful, amazing things, Lord. And look what we've done to it, God created us for love and you created us for community and for friendship and family and, and we hurt one another too often. We hate one another. We, we judge one another. We push each other away. We fail to care for one another. All you want is good things for us, Lord, and, and we often give you back things that aren't so good. And for that, Lord, we repent, we confess that sin. And God, we ask that today you could continue the work of redemption, of putting back together, of fixing the broken things that, Lord, in our own personal lives, but also in our families and our friendships and our church community across our city, Lord, that you would continue to do the work of redemption in our lives to make us whole to make us people committed to, to justice and righteousness. And Lord, we want to partner with you on that journey. And Lord, I pray today that, that we would be able to see your love for us. That reckless, raging fury that they call the love of God. That, that you just love us and pour out so much on us and love us even in the midst of our brokenness. And God, I pray that we could feel that, that we could see that today. 
see you how you've loved us and you've loved so many who've come before us and you will continue to love because that's who you are. And I pray that we could rest in that this morning and find courage and strength in that love as we share communion together. Lord, we thank you that you forgive us when we mess up and we thank you that you also give us power to overcome and to move forward. God, we thank you for what you did for us as you walked among us in this world and what you did for us on the cross. And we praise you and honor you and lift you up in the power of your resurrection and ascension. I pray you would pour out your Holy Spirit upon this bread and juice, that it would be for us the body and blood of Christ, that you would fill us up this morning in a fresh way, and that we would leave here changed. Because we've encountered you the living God. Lord, we love you so much. It's in Jesus' name I pray. And all God's people said together, amen. If you want to go ahead and get out the little wafer on top, and those who are connecting at home, whatever food you've set aside for this purpose or drink, you can get out, that out now too. I encourage you to take and eat. This is the body of Christ broken for you. Now you can take and drink. This is the blood of Christ shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. I invite you all to uh, stand as you're able as we sing our closing song together. If you'd like prayer this morning, then um, it might be a better bet to go to the side of the altars over there so you don't have fire in your face. Uh, if you'd like to kneel at the altar, if you'd like me to pray with you, come over to this side and let me know. Um, Pastor Tanya is also in the back, and, and she's always really excited to pray with folks back there, too, if you need that. But let's just spend a little bit more time with God as we end our service. Jesus, I center of it all. Jesus, I the center of it all. From beginning to the end, you'll always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus, and nothing else matters. Nothing in this world will do. And Jesus, you're the center. And everything revolves around you. Jesus, you. Jesus, be the center of my life. Jesus be the center of my life And from beginning to the end It will always be, it's always been you, Jesus Jesus 
Jesus, and nothing else matters. Nothing in this world will do. Jesus, you're the center, and everything revolves around you. Jesus, you, and from my heart to the heavens, Jesus, be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus, be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus, be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus, be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. Jesus, be the center of your church. Jesus, be the center of your church. And every knee will bow, and every tongue shall confess you, Jesus, 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 we worship you, Jesus, Jesus, and Jesus. Jesus, from my heart to the heavens, Jesus, be the center, it's all about you, yes, it's all about you, from my heart to the heavens, Jesus, be the center, it's all about you, yes, it's all about you. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the center, it's all about you, yes, it's all about you. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the center, it's all about you, yes, it's all about you, said it's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. Jesus, be the center of it all. Jesus, be the center of it all. From beginning to the end. From beginning to the end. It will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you all so much for being here this morning. Um, 
before y'all leave, um, I just want to tell you a few quick things. I love when y'all fill out those connect cards in your pews, and so if you need anything or you would need prayer um, or there's some boxes you can check on there if that applies to you, but you can fill those out and put them in the box on your way out. There's one here and there's one at the back as well. So if you'd like to give this morning and support the ministry here at, a, at our church financially and kind of make that an act of worship for yourself this morning, then you can give in the boxes on your way out as well or online at our website, embraceyourcity.com. And then also I encourage you to read the announcement handout. There's some important stuff on there every week. If you didn't get one, you can grab one on your way out. And then the one that I do want to mention is we have our strategic planning um, that we're doing as a leadership team, and one part of that is we want some feedback from you all, and so there's a survey that we're asking that you all take if you're willing. We have paper copies if you need a paper copy, but you can do it online, and that went out in our email this morning. We've also posted that link in our Facebook group as well, um, and you fill that out. It goes to us. Um, we'd love for you all to do that, and so if you can't find the link and you want to do it, just let us know. We can get that too. So if y'all prepare your hearts to receive the benediction, may the love of God the Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all, now and forever. Amen. Go in God's peace. We'll see you next time.